Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Legal Management Talk, official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. Today's session focuses on leadership and communication. Our guest, Steve Wingert, is a good friend of ALA, an ALA past president, has completed the Certified Legal Manager Program through ALA, and is now a principal at Nesso Strategies. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, Christina. So your work focuses a lot on relationships and communication between leaders in law firms. Um, what are some of the unique challenges leaders face in that environment? Uh, leaders in law firms uh, are just confronted on a daily basis um, with a lot of challenges. Uh, I think that part of that is driven from the nature of the partnership structure um, and and reporting to um, a, a number of owners of the law firm. Uh, so there's always competing interests at that level uh, and, and varying expectations from, from the partnership. Uh, I think at the same time, when you look at what's happening in the legal industry, uh, the, the increased competitive nature of, of legal services and being able to respond to that, the expectations from clients, uh, pricing demands, uh, pressures on profitability. Uh, the, the leaders have just a lot of issues that, that fall to their plate. Um, they need to be forward-looking um, and strategic. They need to deal with the day-to-day types of issues happening in, within the firm. Um, within the firm itself, uh, the, the law firm leaders have to respond to partners, owners. Uh, there's associate issues. Uh, there are paralegals, uh, staff who have varying administrative responsibilities within the firm. Um, and all, all of these competing interests, I think, really um, bubble up to the law firm leaders to be able to handle um, and, and respond appropriately. And it's it's no easy task because it's, so to speak, and I think we hear it from a lot of people, you know, no day is like the, the prior day. Um, it's always something new that comes along. Uh, and that just requires uh, exceptional relationship building and um, communications uh, to be effective in that type of an environment. So what are some of the steps a leader can take internally to take stock and leverage his or her own talents and strengths? I think that internally uh, what a, what an effective leader really needs to um, do first and foremost is just understand themselves. Uh, I think that that is building a very strong self-awareness uh, around their capabilities uh, and their um, knowledge and skill when it comes to uh, being a leader. Um, I, I think that the, there is a recognition, and, and by no stretch is this 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 faulting anyone. Um, uh, attorneys come at uh, our attorney leaders come at um, their roles. Um, I think as attorneys um, primarily, um, so they are very logical, very rational. Um, that's what law schools teach them to do. So for, for individuals who move into those leadership roles, 
um, recognizing that first and foremost, and then recognizing those other leadership leadership skills um, that are extremely important will help to move them along, and that's where I think the self-awareness comes into play. Uh, And what I believe is that really, really effective leaders um, have to work at it. It, it, We hear about people being uh, that innate leader, uh, but the reality is I think leaders... Uh, have certain talents that may be inherent in them, but you still have to work at being a very effective leader. And you can work at building leadership skills and your leadership knowledge and how these um, various factors interplay with each other uh, as you're you're communicating and dealing with the individuals in an organization. So self-awareness is really the starting point. And I think if you begin to understand what motivates um, me, what my values are, what drives me as an individual, how that begins to translate into behaviors, um, where my behavioral strengths lie, the things that I do really well as a leader, and where there may be areas that I don't do it as well, you you can begin to then work on that and understand the impact that it has um, as that interplay happens with your followers um, within your organization and what you're trying to accomplish as a leader. Um, it, it really, as we think about our behaviors um, and what drives those, there are things that we may overdo, um, and our behaviors do impact our communications. They impact our relationships. Uh, they they impact our ability to hear and listen to others, and they they impact our ability to be heard. So if we're exhibiting behaviors that are not um, compatible with that leadership role or the situation that we're in, um, we can spin our wheels, and that's where I think a lot of ineffectiveness does come into play. So can you give us a few examples on how that self-awareness and noticing your own behavior, how that translates into successful communication with the rest of the team? Well, I think that as you understand um, your own um, approach to leadership, uh, you have that level of self-awareness, you understand where your strengths lie, um, the behaviors that, that you exhibit, you, you, you can begin to better, I think, evaluate the situation that you're in and what, which behaviors will be more effective in, in a particular situation um, or which, which behaviors need to pull back a little bit um, and maybe dip into your toolbox, so to speak, uh, and rely upon other behaviors and other approaches. And, and again, as I talk about behaviors and approaches, ultimately um, that really does revolve around communications because people communications just isn't um, what people um, hear you saying. It's the behaviors that you exhibit. There's communication going on at that level as well. So as you understand um, self, um, I think it helps to build the the ability to better understand others um, in in the same context. Um, As you develop this context of uh, your motivations and your values and your behaviors, your strengths, you begin to to look at other people and you can determine uh, what's motivating them. What do they value? What's most important to them in this particular situation? Uh, You can begin to, uh, I, I think, better 
um, see other perspectives uh, and, and be able to evaluate those perspectives and th- where they fit into the situation that you're dealing with. So it becomes not just an internal self-awareness. You can begin to um, expand that externally um, and, and, and use it to evaluate the people you're working with um, and what makes them tick, what's driving their behaviors, um, what, where do their perspectives come from, and how does that, again, fit into the situation at hand where we can um, better communicate, we can build better consensus, we can make better decisions, um, we, we, we cannot minimize the amount of time spent on spinning the wheels where we're not getting to a, uh, an effective resolution or moving the task at hand forward. So I think that as you build that self-awareness, um, it lets you build um, that sense of communication more effectively. It lets you build connections and relationships with others much more effectively. Uh, and at the end of the day, within an organizational context, um, every organization is built around people, and and people thrive upon relationships. And relationships are premised on communications. So these pieces, as you begin to understand how they interplay and the things you do well, the things you don't do so well, um, you, you, you can then begin to be a bit more methodical, uh, a bit more thoughtful in what your approach is. And that's where I think this effective leadership comes into play uh, and can really help a leader and an organization move forward much more effectively. So speaking of methods, you're presenting at ALA's new Managing Partner Executive Director Forum this fall on something called the LLI model. Can you give us a general idea of what that model looks like and is used for? Sure. Um, The LLI model um, represents the Legal Leadership Institute, and uh, this is uh, a program that, that we have created. It's it's the educational part of Nestle Strategies, and the program we're pre- presenting this fall, the Managing Partner Executive Director Forum, um, is in conjunction with uh, ALA. Uh, the LLL model is really built around um, kind of three different facets. Um, the the first part is this concept that um, leadership is built around leaders leaders, followers, and culture. Um, You don't have leaders if you don't have followers, and clearly culture in any organization has a bearing on the effectiveness of of leadership and what what gets done or what doesn't get done. So that first level is the the leaders, followers, culture, uh, and how those three pieces interplay. The next level that we talk about um, is built around the three P's, and those are people, process, and performance. And if you think about any organization, um, they're all uh, built around people, uh, as I talked about a a little bit earlier, um, but they're also built around um, processes, getting things done with specific goals in mind, performance. So we talk about people, process, and performance and the interplay of, of those three pieces. And a lot of that actually then gets into our personal motivations and our values and what what drives us. What are our our personal goals that we're trying to accomplish? And then how does that play out in teams? How does that play out in the broader organization? Uh, And then the last piece that that we talk about as a part of the model um, is the strategy, 
tactics and accountability, which really takes the other two pieces um, and puts it into more of a practical application. Um, the LLI is built around not just teaching concepts um, and have people walk away with that, but it's making it very hands-on. Um, we want to build a foundation of knowledge and help build the skills, but we want to make it practical by helping to develop strategies and tactics around a particular challenge that um, uh, uh, law firm leaders may be facing within their law firm um, so that they can take that back and actually start to do something with it when they return to their firm. Uh, so, the, so the strategy and the tactics and accountability, uh, which is, is the most critical piece, is where they can, can begin to actually do something with this. Um, and we feel that that's where our model is a bit unique in that we, we look at these various components um, and we try to put it into action. We want people to do something with this. And, and as a part of um, the overall program, uh, that's where we come into play as well. We follow up once individuals go back to their firms to see what they have done and to help them actually do something um, with what they, they have learned and begin to face these challenges that they have. Uh, so we think it's, it's, a, it's an interesting model. It will help individuals develop their leadership knowledge and skills. And as they begin to do that, can become more effective um, both personally within their teams, within the broader organization, the broader law firm. Um, and, and again, we we want to help people learn, but we want to make it interesting. We use case studies. Um, we make it very hands-on so people learn from that and, and take it home with them. Well, great. Lots of excellent information there. That brings us to the end of our podcast. And thank you so much to our guest, Steve Wingert, for your expertise. Again, Steve will be presenting at the all-new Managing Partner Executive Director Forum in partnership with Nesso Strategies, October 19th and 20th in Orlando, Florida. Registration is now open, so visit the ALA website at alanet.org for more information. And again, thank you for joining us.